Hey, what's going on, guys? I have a bit of a special guest for you today. You may know her, you may know of her or of her family. She's currently running for Eureka City Council. She's in Ward 2. And I really enjoyed sitting down and talking with her. She's not a Democrat. She's not a Republican. She's simply someone who recognizes the problems that are facing us in Eureka. And she thinks that she can help fix them. So please give it up for Dot Jager Wentworth. Yeah, you can get, we're rolling oh, okay, right now. We're yeah. rolling. Okay. Yep, you're okay. totally good. Hi, my name is Dot Jager Wentworth. I'm running for City Council Ward 2. Exciting stuff. Yeah. What made you want to get involved now? I've always loved politics mm-hmm. since I was a little girl. Oh, wow. I've, I've always been very interested in local politics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Why the sudden interest to run, though, now? Well, because we moved back to Eureka a year ago. Okay. And we live in one of the worst neighborhoods there is in Eureka. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I was planning on running when we moved here. So, mm-hmm. cause my brother's Frank Yeager. Yes. He yeah. was mayor for mayor and city council. a while. Yeah. Yeah. I helped him get elected in the early nineties and I used to own Pat's market mm-hmm. for 28 years. Oh, wow. And Frank came in and said, look at, dude, look at my back. Do you see the stab marks on my back? <laughs> I guess he wasn't appreciative that I got him elected, but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's, I mean... Arguably now, I don't know if there's ever been a great time to run for a political seat, but arguably now it's going to be a lot more difficult. Yeah. Are you it, worried going into that with the current um, environment? No, no, because what I'm doing is I'm walking the neighborhood. I go up to people's house. I knock on the door. I put my mask on. I back up six or eight feet. If they answer the door, they answer the door. If they don't, I just put my door hanger on there. Are a lot of people answering the door? No. Okay. I wouldn't <laughs> I imagine. Ha- I haven't gone out. I've only gone out two or three times, but... Um, yeah, but a lot of people aren't. But people that are answering their door, I'm just really friendly and just asking if there's anything I can do, what would they would like me to do, and they're really nice. What's so, the general consensus on what needs to change? The neighborhood. Yeah. It's the worst. It's West Side Eureka. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what we're going to do with this major um, crisis we're in right now. The budget got cut a big time. So. Yeah, the police department was close to a million dollars, right? Yeah. And they lost four yeah. officers. Are you yeah. worried about what it's going to look like when you, if you get into office, trying to tackle that? Because I know that crime is like a big issue for you. Yeah, it's a really big issue because I had my bike stolen the first week we moved there. It was a $750 bike. It was my fault. I left it out. but And then our fishing boat got stolen out in front of our house. And then my husband's car got stolen. Oh, wow. And then... His other car got broke into and somebody just thrashed it inside. There was nothing in it, but I just went in the other day and it was thrashed inside. So we're definitely being targeted because we're new in the neighborhood, I think is the reason. Yeah. Yeah. So crime is a real big issue, but I want to start with neighborhood watch programs block by block. What? How do you plan on implementing that? I got to go down and talk to the chief because I already talked to the chief um, at the city council because I was at the budget meeting in the audience. Mm-hmm. I got to go down and talk to him because they have a, a lady that does the neighborhood watch programs. So, Do a lot of neighborhoods participate in that in Eureka? 
I'm not really sure, but I don't think there's very many in our neighborhood because I have from South Boone Street to all the way to McCullen. So okay. that's right by Bonaminis. Yeah. So I have everything. So Winco, the projects, everything. You, I would imagine there's a pretty big homeless population down there too. Um, I don't really see that many. Basically, they're on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I got Broadway too now that I think about it. So yeah, homeless is definitely an issue for us, for Eureka. Do you have a plan for tackling that? I know you kind of mentioned it in your first speech that you gave at the park. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got to go down and talk to the homeless. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go down to um, the Salvation Army and go down there and talk to them and find out what it is they're looking for. Do they want to just be on the streets or what? Yeah, it seems kind of like a mix, mixed batch, right? Yeah, Some of them, yeah. it's almost like a choice, whereas others, it's circumstantial. And a lot of it's mental health. Mm-hmm. We have no mental health here. I mean, we have Semperviruns, but they're not even letting anybody in there right now Yeah, because of Corona. So, Do you think that that would be like where you would want to start would be the mental health for them? Or yeah, def- definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. The mental health is a big issue. Because mm-hmm. back in the 80s, because I'm an old lady, <laughs> back in the 80s when Reagan was governor of California, he cut all that off. And all I know the mental health funding. all the mental. I know that because my husband was mentally ill, so he cut it all off. And now we're seeing forty years later, it's all coming back around. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the homeless people are mentally ill, and you know they don't take their medication, nothing. So yeah, and that contributes to a lot of their crime, I would imagine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? I mean. Obviously, you also talk about doing park funding and stuff. Yeah. Why the interest in that? In the park? Yeah. Like the grant for the oh. 2030 park? You oh, because I live a block that. away from the park. Okay. <laughs> I went up there the first time with my grandkids. And I go, this is all that's here? and But they'd already got the grant and everything. So um, I just wanted to let people know when I was announcing my candidacy that they're going to put $6.4 million into that park. And I'm going to talk to all the neighbors surrounding the park and find out what it is they want. And I've already talked to a few of them. And my biggest thing is a gate around the park. Oh, why that? To keep homeless people at night, drug addicts. Mm-hmm. 2030 Park is the biggest drug needle place. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, 2030 Park is number one. So, yeah, they, I just, I want to have a gate around it and it locked at night, even if I have to go lock it myself. Mm-hmm. I'll get up and go lock it. Or we'll have the police department lock it. I, you know, that's what I want to introduce to the council. This one thing I don't think they got from the neighbors. Is that going to be your first plan of attack if you get into office? Is Well, yeah, because it's happening next year. They're going to yeah. start building it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, that all stems from the needle exchange pro- program that they have, I would imagine. Right, all the new needles and stuff that they're finding everywhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that much. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Yeah. yeah, that seems to be. I mean, talking to other people, it seems like that's a big problem around here. Is just there's needles everywhere. Yeah, I'm not sure how the needle exchange program works. I, I personally think it's a good thing, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't. Yeah. So there's definitely mixed feelings about it. Yeah, for there's sure. definitely mixed, but I think it's a good thing that we have needle exchange because they're going to do it. They're going to do it. So yeah, better than spreading all these different diseases around doing it too, I guess. Yeah. Would yeah. be the thought. Yeah. And the research behind it, I've tried to dig into it a little bit more and it seems like the stats are actually beneficial in implementing that program as right. opposed to not doing right. it, which is something I don't think enough people 
really understand yeah. quite yet. Yeah, my niece is a really big... Um, she helps the homeless quite a bit in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. She got her master's and everything, so she's... I got to have to talk to her, so find out exactly everything about the needle program. And I haven't talked to her really yet um, about all the homeless and all that. So I want to get a hold of her and talk to her. She's very, very knowledgeable. Oh, sweet. That'll be a valuable yeah, resource yeah, for she's, sure. Yeah, she's very knowledgeable. How many... It's your seat and one other seat, right, yeah, that are yeah, open right yeah. now? Oh, wow. Ward 4. Ward 4 is open. Yeah. Okay. And they already have a candidate for that. And you said that you have... There's somebody running against you now too. Well, there's going to be. Somebody took out paperwork. Okay. So I don't know who it is or anything yet. Has the campaign process... Because you said you worked on your brother's campaign slightly? Yeah, I worked on... Yeah, I was I would finance imagine it's person. Yeah, completely was, different now with everything going on, right? You can't have big fundraisers. Yeah. You yeah, I know. So basically, I'm going to go door to door. That's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. That's all I really can do because we can't get together as a group. Um, there was like 20, 25 people at the park. And I, I told everybody to step six feet apart. Everybody wore a mask. So, And it was only like five, 10 minutes is all I spoke. Mm -hmm. Just kind of introducing yourself. Yeah, introduce and... myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say yeah. that you're going to run. Yeah, say that I'm going to run and what what I'm running, what I'm running for. Mm -hmm. so, what are you running for? Well, the park, the homeless, the homeless crime, <laughs> crime is a biggie. Watch. And I believe we need more police officers. Do you think that's a hot button issue for I anyone know, to say I right know, now. I know, but it's, we definitely need more police officers. Mm -hmm. We don't even have a traffic officer. Oh, really? No. Oh, Nobody wow. to write tickets. And I've been traveling in my ward. I, you know, I'm getting my car and I go all over Eureka I think an officer could make his salary by writing tickets. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who hear that and do not like that. I know. I know. But there's people, the kids are running around without helmets on. Mm -hmm. um, that That's a big, big no-no. And people are speeding and everything. It's just like, you can tell we don't have a traffic officer. So would you try to work with the other council members to maybe get the police a little more funding or what is your plan for that then? Um, I've only talked to Kim Bergell. That's the only council member I really talked. Well, I talked to Heidi Messner, mm -hmm. but we didn't talk about the police or anything. I just wanted to know what they thought about me running and, you know, so, and Heidi said, why are you going to run? <laughs> like my brother Frank said, why are you going to run dot? Don't do it. Don't do it. But I just, I would just love to be in the local politics. Mm -hmm. So, is it because they've all faced a lot of backlash? It seems like it's definitely a thankless job. Being well, yeah, I, I tried to go up to Pam um, Powell and say, well, I don't want to get paid. I don't need the insurance, nothing. I just want to be on the council. Well, I don't know if we can do that, she said. Well, I'll sign a piece of paper, but I guess they can't do that. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. I still haven't decided what I'm going to do, <laughs> but because um, I'm on Social Security disability because I have a really bad back from 45 years in the grocery business. Okay. So um, I can only make a certain amount of money a month, mm -hmm. and I guess I can make $500 a month, but I don't need the insurance. My husband's a veteran. I got veterans insurance. I got Champ VA. So, and it costs the city a lot of money for the insurance. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So, what brought you guys back to Eureka? You and your husband? Um, I ran the big grocery store down in Ferndale, okay. Valley Grocery. Oh, wow. Um, I ran it for Mike. Um, I can't think of Mike's last name because he's Pakistan, so I'm terrible about English. But um, I ran it for Mike for five years, and then he sold it. 
So um, I retired. My husband retired me out of the Valley Grocery. And then we bought a house in Eureka. I've, I've always wanted to be back in Eureka. Okay. I was in Ferndale for nine or ten years. Oh, wow. So. Have you always been in Humboldt County? Yeah. I've okay. always been. I've always been in Humboldt County. Oh, wow. My 61 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So your brother, Frank Yeager, yeah. was the mayor. He was on the public coroner's office. He was right. a part of all that. Have you gotten any backlash from being in such close proximity to him where his, you know, time in the coroner's office was a little tumultuous? Well, yeah, people on Lost Coast Outpost, um, they wrote a great article about me at the park. Mm -hmm. And then I, I didn't even know there was comments. So then somebody said about the comments and I looked and they, yeah, and people were bashing my brother. Mm -hmm. But to tell you the truth, I don't really know what went on because I was in Ferndale when all that happened. I talked to Frank about it when I came back to Eureka and he said, I saw a bunch of baloney. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. So that's... I don't know what he did as coroner. Mm -hmm. He was very good to his people. Everybody told me he was a wonderful coroner. So yeah, it's very polarizing. Yeah. And even whatever side you're on, you know, you're gonna have people that are for it and people that are against it and have yeah. something else to say. Yeah, yeah. And I'd imagine, regardless of whether you get into office or not, that's gonna be the same about you. I think that's just yeah. part of being in the public eye. You know. Yeah, that's what that's what Frank said. You're you're gonna find out who your friends really are. Mm -hmm. So do you? You also have kids you have grandkids like you are relatively busy in life you know are you worried about the added stress that comes from a position like this um no no i just take care of my husband now mm -hmm. and i clean the house in like an hour because they're a really small house like 900 and something square feet mm -hmm. um i have 17 grandkids oh wow i have four i have two of my own boys and my husband has two boys which i helped raised when i met him mm -hmm. um but they're everybody's working yeah. You know, so I don't find it any, it's no big deal mm -hmm. for me. How are you, because you're on Facebook with your campaign, yeah. are you branching out anywhere else for your campaign or how are you raising kind of funds for that? Um, I just, I sent out a bunch of mailers mm -hmm. and people sent me money and that's all I can really do. And I, I've raised $5,000 so far. Oh, wow. And um, spent it, of course, but I've got signs and. I got an ad in the Senior Magazine, which is a it's a great ad. Um, they did a wonderful job for me. Um, I really think there should be a campaign limit to how much money is spent on campaigns. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's definitely who has the deepest pockets. Yeah, is, I know, and that, and an it's advantage. a city job. Yeah, it's like come on, guys. It's like yeah, you think there would be more public forums for that too, where you could go and you don't have to spend any money and you can get airtime or you can get, you know, just time in front of people to put your ideas out there. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's all, I mean, if it's all money, then what are we really doing with our political scene? It's all the about the money. Yeah. It's all about the money. That's what I noticed. Even the signs cost a thousand dollars. We had to get Whoa. them from back East. I got 300 signs, I think it was a thousand dollars. It's totally ridiculous. Do you think you have to create signs and kind of have like a social media presence in order to be seen now? Yeah, definitely. With the coronavirus, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely do. Are you, was that was that kind of the same for Frank's campaign? Was it? Yeah, Frank raised um, 15000 to run for mayor the first time. He had an opponent. The second time he didn't have an opponent. So, um, and his council member... 
Um, he probably raised about 15 because I was his financial manager. Probably raised about 15 for that too. And that was in the 90s. Yeah. That was a lot of money. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's totally crazy. When you... So now that there is somebody else running against you, will you guys have to hold debates? Will there be public debates for that? Or is it more, it's still just kind of up in the air? It's still up in the air. I'm not sure if he's going to walk the neighborhood. I think it's a guy. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But um, probably just walk the neighborhood like I'm doing. Getting people not to answer their doors. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. to do about that. So, yeah. but, I, but people, when I go to the doors, they go, oh, yeah, I know your brother. You'll be a great, you know, blah, blah, blah. So. Oh, that's cool. So I'm getting a really good positive pe feedback from the people so, yeah and your yeah. name's out there so you kind of have a little more brand awareness i guess in right sense. and then i also have the same colors that frank had because oh, okay. um he's told me that the red and yellow he found out from some political guy that that was the best colors for politicians oh that's interesting did so, you say why or no i, I said okay that sounds it. good to me i'll All just right. go with it so yeah. yeah if it's not broke why fix yeah. it yeah i know exactly yeah yeah do you have, are you running your whole campaign by yourself or do you have people helping um, you? I have people helping me. Um, my nephew's going to be doing the signs. My other niece, Frank's kids, um, set up my Facebook page because I'm not very tech savvy. Yeah. So I still like paper. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's yeah. a lost art. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Um, and then I have myself. I'm doing most of it myself. Mm -hmm. But, and my son, it lives in Vegas. And I'm always writing up things, and then I send it to my son, and then he corrects my spelling, my punctuation, all that, because I'm a horrible speller and I'm a horrible punctuation. So I missed all that in grade school. So Your son's an EMT? No, my my one son's a paramedic, oh, paramedic. in Arcade in McKinleyville. My oldest son is 45. Yeah, 45. Nick's going to be 40. He's 45, and he's a school teacher in Las Vegas, head oh, of the wow. math department. Oh, nice. So he's on Google all the time. So Yeah, super tech savvy. Yeah, he's very tech savvy, yeah. Oh, he says, cool. the more you do it, Mom, the better you'll get. I go, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to cut down my screen time. I just, it's too much nowadays. I know it is. It's yeah. awful. But you'd almost need it with your campaign because yeah. how else do people find you, especially when everybody's inside nowadays? Yeah, I know. I know. Very true. Yeah. Do you, how, so how many people are on the city council? There's five and a mayor. Five. Okay. I think I there's five. Five and a mayor. Yeah. I think it's five and a mayor. Maybe there's six in the mayor. And you haven't had any other political experience up until like running for anything up until this point. Nope. Okay. I've just worked all my life. Just worked, worked, worked. Yeah. In the grocery business. I've been in it 45 years. I started when I was very, very young. I was like 15. And I married the boss's son when I was 16. Obviously because I had to. <laughs> um, yeah, and then just worked, worked, worked. I just worked all the time. Yeah. How did you... So you started at 15? Yeah. Working at the grocery store? Yep. Did I you just a, choose to work there or was it like... No, actually I just walked in and... Um, Norm Gambler was the owner of Pat's Market, and he said, hey, Dot, you want a job? And I go, sure. And I was there for 28 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then you moved to Ferndale. I moved to Ferndale a lot later. I moved to Ferndale um, in 19, no, 2010, 2010. Mm -hmm. Because I, I um, closed my grocery store after my divorce, and then I went to work at Courthouse Market. I managed Courthouse Market for six months. 
And then Mike came in there and hired me at a courthouse market to run his big store in Ferndale. Oh, wow. So. I think that's fantastic that you've been so close to Eureka your whole life. I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I've been in Humboldt County. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better person to know the area to be yeah. on the council. Yep, I know the area very well. Yep. Um, that is really cool. I did not know that. I didn't know you were so into the grocery business. Oh, yeah. And, it, and I was also in the wholesale end of it, too. Okay. Um, I got that job by, by accident, too. Um, Paul Sowers, who was the Paul Jackson rep for the grocery stores in Eureka, came in and asked me if I wanted a job. I said, sure, I'll, 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 I'll go up there and talk to him. Because he, he was going to be, he was not leaving. He was going up to Oregon. He was going to live in Bend so that he had to find somebody to replace him. So I went up to interview for the job, and I was the only person they were interviewing. Mm -hmm. And I got the job right away. So and I was in the wholesale business for 13 years. Wow. And the grocery business for 20, oh, probably 30, no, more than that, 20, 28 plus 5 plus 6, I don't even know, 33, 34 years I was in the grocery business and 13 in the wholesale business. Oh, wow. So I ran the wholesale business while I owned my Pat's Market. Mm -hmm. So I, I ran for, I, I created Eureka and all of their Northern California stores. I went to Redding, Trinity Lake, Ruth Lake, Hay Fork, Aetna, Wairika, the I-5 corridor from Redding to, to Wairika. I had all the stores, the little mom and pop stores. I had them all. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I created that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so. Because I'm a real people person. Yeah, I can get that yeah, from yeah. talking with you. Yeah, I'm yeah. just a pre people person. You have that's no all problem, I, yeah, talking yeah, to someone. Yeah, so I'm like, you know. It was it, perfect. Yeah, it was an easy job for me. I've been, I was in the, been in the business for, at that time, like 20-something 20, 20 years. And I knew what they wanted and what they didn't want. Mm -hmm. So, basically well, it was a bullshit job. Yeah. <laughs> but, a lot of practice, I guess. Getting to talk to people and being able to communicate ideas and stuff. Well, yeah, and then we just talk personal stuff. Mm -hmm. I was friends with all the grocers, so it was is it's actually a really nice job. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you think? So I want to jump back to the police thing because I'm going to okay. try to mull that over okay. for a sec. Are you worried about getting pushback for that with the current climate? Because it doesn't seem like anybody really wants more policing or. I don't want to say anybody because there are people that do yeah. and we definitely need it here, but. Well, considering that I've been robbed or whatever you want to call it three times or four times, it got in our car again. Um, I think police, it, it, we, we need the police department, yeah. but they definitely need to be trained more into the homeless. They need to communicate better with the public and the two, three officers that were out of our house, were, I thought were really nice. They came in, we invited him in, we talked and everything. So I got to know, got to know both of them. Mm -hmm. Two of them, one was Greek and one was Dutch. So. Yeah, it definitely seems like it leads back to training. It does. Is what, right. Is what is really needed. But if there's no funds for that, how do you train your officers and make it? It seems counterproductive. The yeah. Whole yeah, I know. Movement of cutting back funding. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Very true. Um, I don't know. I got to get in there and look at the budget. Yeah. I got to definitely see where we're spending the money, where we shouldn't be spending money, um, things like that. So mm -hmm. I know there's no money to fix the roads. Um, which is a big problem. Which is another big problem we have. So. 
Yeah, we got a lot of problems. I know we do have a lot of problems in Eureka. We definitely do. <laughs> a lot of problems do. and not a lot of money. And I can't imagine what it's going to look like come November or come January when, when every, hopefully we when get out of this. When nothing starts rolling. Yeah. Nothing's been rolling in for all year. Yeah. Sales tax. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the public education sector and how they're going to be online for this fall? Do you have any grandkids in school? Currently? Yeah, I have all my grandkids are in school. Okay. They're all, because my youngest one is, um, no, actually, I got a six-month-old. So Dennis has a six-month-old. I call them my grandkids. They're his. Mm -hmm. They're his, ours, whatever you want to call that. Um, so I only have one that's not in school, but the rest of them are in school. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Um, their parents are teaching them right now, and I know they hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff wants a raise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's a math teacher, and he says, see what we go through? And he, he teaches high school, so... Yeah. And he's teaching online now, but he said it's terrible. Yeah. I haven't heard any good, anybody say anything good about it right now. No. And he says, um, I talked to him last night and he said they have a really good plan in Las Vegas for his high school. They have a really good plan. They're going to have kids on Monday, Tuesday, and Friday and clean the school on Wednesday and Thursday. and Kind so, of alternated a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're alternating. Some, some are going to be in classroom and some are not. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That seems like a pretty good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Better I thought than, it was a really good idea. Yeah. Better yeah. than just solely online. Yeah. I feel like you lose a lot of well, like personal connection if you're doing that to the kids. Yeah, I know. Especially I know. in high school and middle school. Yeah. I would not want to be in high school right now. I couldn't imagine. Uh, no, no, no. I would not want to be in high school. I wouldn't even want to be a teacher in high school yeah, <laughs> or, I don't or think, grade school. My, yeah. my um, granddaughter is horrible. <laughs> She's She's um, getting ready to go into kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Last year, I think she was going to be in kindergarten. So, oh, wow. yeah, she's <laughs> she's a handful. I bet. <laughs> That's cool. She acts like her grandma dot, actually. <laughs> I didn't want to tell Nick that, but... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... Um, do you have any fears about what... Anything going into a public office? Or no. you're just... You're ready to take on the challenge? Yeah, I'm ready to take on the challenge. I'm... Own Pat's market for 28 years. Nothing could be worse than that. <laughs> that's a good approach. And that's, I'm not scared of people. I'll, I'll confront people. I'm, I'm just, just who I am. Yeah, it seems like you definitely, you seem genuine in the sense that you kind of just want to get in there to see if you can make anything better. Right, it exactly. It seems like that's yeah, your approach. exactly. Which I think that's the approach you should have, but is missing for a lot of politicians you know, or people running for office is that they have that or they don't have that and then they get into office and it just kind of slides away. Well, yeah, I think Eureka needs to be simpler. Mm -hmm. Meaning what? Well, it's a hassle to get a business license. It's a hassle to get anything out of City Hall. That's what I've always heard for years, mm -hmm. years. Um, they need to learn how to... I've been with people all my entire life and so I think they need to learn how to react to people. A friendlier city hall. Is it not very friendly now? Well, everybody's friendly to me because I'm a friendly person. Mm -hmm. But I get other people that have said it's not friendly. The building department, the city water. You know, I I, I don't have a problem with anybody in there, but I've heard people have problems with people. I wonder if that plays into the reason why so many people aren't engaged in our politics locally. Do you think it stems from that? Probably. Because I've talked to a few people and it doesn't seem like really anybody goes to the city council meetings, which is surprising because... 
I was the only one there for their budget meeting. Oh, really? And the chief of police was there and the chief of fire and me. That was it. That was it. That was it. Wow. Which is crazy because that, the, what the decisions made there affect all of us. You think everybody would want to go there. Yeah. And the council just let, um, they just voted for everything that the, that the, what was the guy's name? I can't remember what his name was. They just said, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. There was no pushback, pushback, nothing. There was one person that called one person and it was wow. an hour long meeting. And that seems to be the huge for yeah, that. Yeah. Is that there's just not a lot of people going. No, especially with coronavirus going on now. Are they holding, are they still holding? Well, they, they held two in city council and now they went back to Zoom meetings. So they're just live streaming them for yeah. people. Yeah. Wow. And Can I you... don't think it works. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine. No. Can you call in for those live meetings? If yeah, you... you can. You can call mm. in, but. How do you get people more engaged in that? Because everybody likes to comment on it, right? Everyone I know, has their yeah, own opinion. Yeah, yeah. But then nobody wants to go out and actually get invested and go to the meeting and push back if they have a problem with the with what's going on. Yeah, I know. I know. And and now with coronavirus, nobody wants to go out. Yeah. But everybody's opinions but everybody, have gotten way every, stronger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion on what is happening currently and how we should be handling it. And then you say, okay, well, why don't you go down to City Hall and say that or why don't you go talk to a council member and then they're like oh well they're not gonna listen anyways my grandson that lives in las vegas he's 18 and that's what he says I, he says oh, well i'm glad you're running grandma dot i've always wanted to run for office too he's only 18 mm -hmm. and i go we'll start going to the city council meeting he goes well they're boring yeah. i go well <laughs> i didn't know what to tell him yeah they are boring definitely but you need you need to go if you want to be in politics. You need to go to city council meetings. Mm -hmm. right, now you can watch them on TV. So that's what I I've always done for years. Watch it on TV. Mm -hmm. So I've only been to actually a few council meetings. Yeah, but still watching them on TV at least you have a better idea of what's actually happening. You yeah, know? it's better than just not paying attention to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. How? So you how many have you gone to in person? You gone to two? Oh, lately. Um, or you mean my entire life? No, lately. Lately, I just went to that one, to, that. to the budget meeting. Do they have any plan on going back to in-person? Yeah, they do. Oh, they're going to. Yeah, because our, our cases went up in Humboldt County. They went back to Zoom. Mm -hmm. And now once it, once people's, when our cases go down, then they're going to go back to meeting. And the chairs are all six feet apart. Yeah, they're pretty spaced out up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're spaced out, but also the audience, for the audience, there's chairs are spaced out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's all contingent on if cases go down though, right? Yeah, yeah. And they just got four more today. Oh, did they really? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have any for a couple days and then today four. Yeah, it was looking good and then it kind yeah. of started rising again. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, we don't have, we're still below 200, right? We're 288, I think. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm well. Yeah, yeah. Wow, 288. Yeah, as of this morning. Whoa. And 160 have been community contact no no 166 have have um been uh cured or whatever you want to call it they're, mm -hmm. they're done with it yeah so. that's the crazy thing is a lot of people are fine they get it and then they either don't show symptoms or they do but then they kind of make it through yeah the younger people are passing it um mm -hmm. I, i've oh, they're spreading it. yeah the younger people don't feel the um that's what i've heard on the news the symptoms the symptoms mm -hmm. and the older people do 
Do they still have the the testing set up at Redwood Acres, do you know? Yeah, they do. Oh, they do. Yeah, and they had one in Fortuna yesterday and it was sold out. It was it was Oh wow. Well, that's not good, sold out, but it was um lost the lost the term I wanted to use um um it was they had pretty packed pretty packed and they couldn't take any more okay they had turned people away oh good yeah well these so. people are getting tested yeah yeah they're getting tested that was in fortuna yesterday does the city council have any idea are they planning on you know contingency plans on if this continues into you know january into february of next year do they have any idea of what i don't have any idea yeah I don't think anybody does. No, I don't. I don't, don't yeah. think so. The only person I've talked to is Kim Bergell, and Heidi was last year when I first moved to Eureka, and we, there wasn't, of course, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So um, Kim Bergell is the only person I've really talked to, and we didn't really talk about the coronavirus. So, did she offer you any advice that you found pretty, pretty interesting for running? No, no, no. I've known her for years. Oh, okay. So. Oh, I didn't know if she, you were just talking no, to her. No, no, she lives by Pat's Market, so okay. she used to come into Pat's Market and everything. Oh, cool. So I've known her. I've known her for a long time. Yeah. So she's yeah, a really nice got, lady. You've got your brother as backup to kind of pick ideas from and see. Right. Hey, you know, this is going on. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Frank um, is retired, though. He's done. He's through. Yeah, I can't imagine. He's through. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine he has any interest jumping back into the No, into he the doesn't really want to jump back into it at all. <laughs> was You said that he was like, he was a little surprised that you wanted to run. Yeah, like, he, I told him last year I was going to run. And he goes, really? He goes, I don't run, Dot. I go, why not? Well, I think it'd be fun to run. Because yeah. I want to bring, I want to make it all simple at Eureka. It doesn't need to be so hard. You know, everybody's simple, mm-hmm. simple people in Eureka. Sure, there's educated, not educated and whatever, but it just needs to be simple. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of red tape when you right, try to exactly, move anything. Exactly. What are your thoughts on the cannabis industry coming into town and starting to expand? I don't really have an opinion on it because I don't I don't smoke or I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I just didn't know because some council members are opposed to it and were opposed to it moving in and others were for it. And it seems that's kind of coming in regardless. You know, I didn't know what your thoughts were. No, I knew it was going to be legal. When mm-hmm. I had the grocery store, I'll be selling marijuana cigarettes pretty soon is what I told my customers. Somebody's going to ask, come in and ask for marijuana cigarettes. Back of the marijuana. <laughs> I knew I knew it was going to become legal. So Yeah. And It's just one of those things. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's no different than alcohol, I don't think. That's a good perspective. It's no different than alcohol. Yeah. Do you, as, as a part of the city council, do you plan on trying to cut a lot of that red tape and make it easier to get construction permits, to get yes. these things? Yes, very much so. What are your hopes with that, bringing in more They just need businesses? to be nicer. Yeah, I want more businesses. In-N-Out Burger, oh my God. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was all so cool. But the first day they were here, the first or second, the line was from In-N-Out Burger all the way down to 14th Street. Oh my God. Because I wanted to go in for a hamburger and I went, I kept going down the street and I'm like, I'm not yeah. waiting in this line. Forget no it. It was all the way down to wow. 14th Street. Oh my God. And they finally took down all the stuff. I think. Oh, today the cones? Or, yeah, the cones are all oh, down. It's God. two lanes. <laughs> it's like, gosh. Yeah, it was crazy there for a minute. I know. I tried to avoid Broadway for like the past week while yeah, it was open. I, I, know. I was like, I'm, I'm not even going to try to fight it. Yeah, I know. I know. It was something else. And Chipotle. I've eaten at Chipotle. It's really good. In-N-Out Burger is really good. 
I've ate at Taco Bell. I've ate at McDonald's. Yeah. I think I think I, I was going to look at maybe getting a Marie, not a Marie Callender's, um, an Olive Garden. Oh, that would be cool. They're they're really good. I used to go to them in Reading. So. Yeah, a lot of people like Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that? Because a lot of people say that we need to start growing Eureka. That Eureka is still too small. We don't have. You know, we don't have that big of an impact. Our economy is still a little slow. Do you think one answer to that would be bringing in these outside businesses? Yes, I do. I believe in that. Mm -hmm. We we need the outside businesses. Uh, you know, some businesses may disagree, but that's what I think. I think we need more businesses. You know, um, Frank was on the council when we had Home Depot wanting to come in. Um, and... Frank didn't want Home Depot. I don't. I don't remember if he wanted it or not. But um, I can't remember whether he was for that or not. Anyway, um, Pearson's would probably be pissed if Home Depot came in, but maybe their prices would go down. Mm -hmm. And um, but Home Depot originally wanted to come in on the waterfront. Well, they, they don't need to be on the waterfront because the waterfront's for waterfront businesses. Yeah, I, I definitely disagreed with them coming in on the waterfront. But there's plenty of property in Eureka. Like I've said, I've been looking, paying attention. So, yeah, just, we need more businesses. It seems hard because a lot of people agree with that. A lot of people think we need to start, you know, bringing in these outside companies to right. make the market a little more competitive. Right. Booster our economy a little bit. Uh -huh. But then you have these business owners who are like, hey, we're we're struggling as is. Like, how do we, how do we compete with, you know, an In-N-Out or... Um, a Chipotle, like how do we how do we balance that to yeah. help to help the local community, but also benefit everyone? Yeah. Do you have I, any ideas for that? Um, maybe being a little nicer. Mm -hmm. No, it seems like that's what it all ties. It, back it to. all comes back to being nicer. The In and Out people all came from out of town that were here when they opened. I talked to several of them while I was waiting in line. I said, "Have you are you guys hiring local?" She goes, "We're trying, but we can't get anybody to apply." Oh wow. And I said, well, that's probably because of the pot industry. Mm -hmm. They can't pass a drug test. They can't have earrings. They can't have tattoos if they're going to apply it in and out. Um, so maybe that's what the problem is. Our young people don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Which wouldn't surprise me because a lot of people just don't want to work, period. Yeah, I know. Because their parents spoil them. Yes, that's a good, yeah, that's a good point. A lot of it ties back to that. Uh-huh, their parents are spoiling them. Our, my only concern is that, I guess in terms of the economy, is that it seems like a lot of people are making more money now with, you know, the stimulus check and with the unemployment and these overtime fees that they're getting, like the $600, that a lot of people aren't going to want to go back to work if the opportunity presents itself which then seems like it's going to hurt small communities like right. ours who, you know, are dependent on that. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a few people get a little worried that that means that taxes are going to increase come January or come, you know, next year, later into next year. That... Yeah, it probably depends on the presidency. Yeah. Whether Joe Biden or Trump get in. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And then that's going to affect, you know, all that trickles down to you guys on yeah. the city council. Yeah, right, right. And I'm, I'm sure you guys are going to get most of the pushback because that's just how it works, yep. right? People yep. go at 
whoever's in closest proximity to them. Yep, and they whoever they can yell at the most. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't get at the president, but they can go, they can talk to you guys. Yeah, or yeah. Well, I will be answering you. my phone. If people call me when I'm on the, well, if I get on the council, I will be answering my phone. Frank said that's one thing people really complained about with to him is that people do not answer the phone. The city council people, mm-hmm. they're not answering their phone or returning calls. Do a lot of them put their phone numbers out there? For the public? Um, I don't know. They, they they have they have a city council number. Where you can directly reach them. Yeah. Okay. But they're not returning people's calls. That's what I understand what Frank said. And so your approach is the I gave opposite. him my, my personal cell phone. I will always answer my calls. If I don't, I will all call you back in about city politics or about anything to do with the city. I will call you back. Oh wow. So and that's just because you want to keep that open I want to door. keep it open, the communication open. Mm-hmm. If they're not coming to City Hall, they need some kind of communication. So, I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's how it should, you should be able to reach your elected officials, right? That's kind yeah. of the whole point of yeah. you electing them. Yeah. Is, Virginia Bass called me back and she had a ton of calls. And I was just calling her about the door hangers because I heard that she put door hangers on and that gave people the idea that the people were not home. Mm-hmm. So I called her. She called me back. It would took a day, but she was at home calling, making calls. That's what she wow. told me. So, That's really cool. So she was answering her phones or calling people back. So have a lot of people already started calling you? And no, I haven't had anybody call me. Okay. Well, except for one, one, one guy that lives across the street from Twenty Thirty Park. Okay, what do you have to say? <laughs> well, he just wanted to make sure I knew he would vote for me, and um. I'm, am I going to help with 2030 Park? Because he's right across the street. He's calling City Hall all the time. And he just wants 2030 Park cleaned up. Cleaned up. He tries to go do it himself, but it doesn't work. So, Is it is it just 2030 Park or is Sequoia Park an issue? Is it kind of all the parks? No, 2030 Park is, is the worst. Yeah, is the worst. And it's just drug use. Drug use, prostitution. Oh, wow. And um, I don't know if they're kids that are having sex in the park, but yeah, so. Yeah, it seems like maybe a gate would be a little beneficial then in that situation. Yes, it would be very beneficial to have a gate. Yeah. Although it is a cut, a, a breakthrough from Henderson to, to Booner Street because you can just oh, yeah. go through 2030 Park and skip three blocks. If it If it's a gated park, you said then it would be locked? Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted, locked, gated park. Have you gotten a lot of pushback for that part of it? Um, no, actually, everybody that I've talked to except for one person um, thought it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. And the, the other lady that I talked to yesterday, she said it's not going to help. I go, well, I think it'll help more than you think it will. That's what I told her. So. Yeah, I don't think it would be, I don't think it'd be a solution, but it definitely seems like. It'll slow it down. Yeah. yeah. Maybe more like a Band-Aid to kind of curb it at least in that area, right. I would imagine. Right. Then they're probably going to go to Highland, which is the other park in my dist or my ward. Mm-hmm. And I, nobody really uses a park anymore. They don't use them. Do you think that spending money on a resource like a park right now would be fiscally responsible? Where I mean, do you see people going back to a park anytime soon after this is over? Um, you know, I'm not really sure. Um they're going to do a wonderful job with 2030 Park. Mm-hmm. They're going to have um, barbecues and picnic tables. They're going to put um, volleyball 
and then they're going to have pickleball. I'm not sure what pickleball is, but I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, something well, be pickleball. Something it's going to be hockey for they're, hockey. They're having hockey, like an ice rink or uh, no, just field hockey. Field hockey. Okay. Hockey. And they're going to put um, a section for the young kids, and then they're going to have a section for the older kids, and then they're going to have a um, a weightlifting thing there. Oh wow. Oh, so they're, they've done a lot of research and a lot of work on it. So yes, I think people will come to the park, mm -hmm. especially in the first beginning. And I'm going to make sure it stays clean. So, but I'm not sure that kids go to the park very much anymore. They go to Sequoia Park because there's a lot for them to do there. Mm -hmm. You know, run in the woods, go down to the duck pond, go to the zoo. So... And 20 in Highland and Hammond Park. They did a wonderful job on Hammond Park. Yeah. And it's got a fence around it, but mm -hmm. I don't think it's around the whole whole Hammond Park. I drove by the other I day and I, I didn't know. didn't look like it was around the whole park. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure if it's locked or not. That's the other thing. So it's hard telling. But people, the kids are basically on their Apple phones. Yeah, it's their, hard to get kids engaged nowadays. Yes, I know. It's hard to get most adults engaged now, too. It seems yeah. like everybody yeah. is yeah. addicted uh, yeah, to some I know. extent. Yeah, to their technology, yeah. Well, I didn't realize they were doing... I knew the grant was pretty large. I didn't know they were doing all that to the park, though. That yeah, and they're going to fix Hanley Park or the ballpark. They're going to mm -hmm. put new bleachers in, and um, they're going to put in a watering system at the 2030 park. Just hopefully our park and rec will be able to keep it up. Mm -hmm. That's the other problem. Is our, how, do we have a strong park? and rec department here or did, did their funding get cut too yeah they're funny everybody was, everybody's funding got yeah, okay, cut that's what i thought yeah and um the, when i was having my um not nomination my um opening when i was up there in, at 2030 park chuck who i also know um he was had his mower over there and he was cutting all the dandelions down oh wow and he just did it because he's a nice guy and he lives by the park yeah we need more people like that. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the other thing I want to see if people will be interested in cleaning up the park. You know, we'll have our neighborhood watch programs there, and everything like that. So I plan on using the park a lot more mm -hmm. myself. Yeah, it seems like it would be an incredible resource to reach out to the community to see if they yes. would be willing to yeah help, especially right. where a lot of funding has been cut now. Right, I know, I know. That's why I think I I think your neighborhood watch program would be great. Yeah, I'm, I think we should do it block by block. That's what I was talking to a neighbor yesterday. And I mean a block that face each other. Mm -hmm. I think we should just do it block by block. Our, the neighborhood watch program is interesting in the fact that it used to be really popular, right? right? Yeah. But mm -hmm. then it kind of fell out of style. Right. Was that because it's not as effective as people hoped or... People or maybe it was effective interest? and people just lost interest. That could be another point. Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah. remember over here, they used to have a neighborhood watch. Yeah. You know, when I was like nine or 10. Yeah. And then it kind of disappeared after a few years. And yeah. Yeah, I think it disappeared. That's why I would go down and talk to the lady at the um, police office. Mm -hmm. To see if you could get the ball see, rolling. Yeah, for see that. if I can get the ball rolling on it. So. Is that. So with the neighborhood watch program, is it centralized in that? How does that work for people that don't know? Like, is there one person that heads it for each block or would it be 
everyone's I, just working together. You know, you I'm not. I'm not really sure. Okay. I, I, didn't know if you I, had, I, like, I was trying to think whether I, we had a neighborhood block. I've lived in Eureka all my life, so yeah, I think you have a person that's in charge of it, and then you have the neighbors that come, come for the in, block. For the block. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. And then I know, it's been so long. I, I know it's been so long for me. I can't, like. I'm not sure how it used to work. Mm -hmm. um, I got a senior mind now, so it's kind of slow. But um, yeah. And then I want to talk to the chief of police because I want to have the police officers at their at the neighborhood watch too. Because mm -hmm. I think they need to know the neighborhood that they're working. Yes. Yeah. And I thought the Eureka Police, they had to live in Eureka in order to be on the Eureka Police Department. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that that's true anymore. Oh. Because the Greek cop that I did meet when he took our report for our vehicle that got stolen twice, it was stolen at her house, left up in Henderson Center. Um, Dennis's son saw it and called his dad, what's the Rocky doing up here in Henderson Center in the middle of the street? What? <laughs> and so Jason went home, took a shower and came back and it was stolen again. Oh my God. From Henderson Center. From Henderson Center. Jesus. It was probably a half an hour by the time he came back. And he, he locked it up and everything. So it was stolen again. So the Greek cop, I can't remember his name, um, but he lives in Coast Guard Housing, which is right here in Myrtle Avenue. Yeah. So he's he's a Eureka cop. He's not living in Eureka. I wonder if that stems from a lack of... Officers? Officers in Eureka. I yeah. mean, they're already struggling. The department's already having an issue with recruiting people, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Who wants to be a cop today? Oh, nobody. No. Nobody. No. Oh. It's, there's no reward. I mean, even if you feel the calling to try to help your community, like you're calling, you yeah. know, in a sense, there's no, there's no backing for it. Because you're going to go in there and if you mess up or if people even think you mess up, you're not going to have anybody on your side to defend you. Even I going know. in, if you do a great job. I know. I know. It's terrible. Yeah. It does not seem like that's the answer. No. For sure. No. Was so since you've grown up in Eureka and mm -hmm. you've lived here for a long time, has it always been like this rampant with you know homeless and with drug use? Has that always been kind of intertwined with Eureka's past? Um, no, when I was a kid, it didn't no, we didn't have that many homeless or drug addicts or that I remember. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much in the last 10 years, it's gotten horrible. But the people that are down on Broadway, they want to be there, that's what they want to do, they want to hold up a sign. Because they can make more money holding up a sign than they can at a job. Yeah. If they make $100 a day, that's more than they're going to make at a job at minimum wage. And you don't have to do they any do actual anything. work. No, no. So. It's illegal. Panhandling is illegal in the city limits, right? Yeah, but they're not doing anything about it. Is that just because there's no officers to enforce it? Our officers are busy handling all the other calls. They don't have a public safety officer. No. They don't have anybody to, to write tickets. And I'm not sure if um, the city council has anything to do with that. They, I think they passed a panhandling law. But I think the UC, what is it, um, the lawyers? I have no idea. Oh, um, the liberal lawyers, that's UC and not, um, I can't think of what they're called. I think they stopped them from writing them tickets because oh, really? they're right back at it. Yeah. The yeah. ACLU. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. The ACLU. They came after it. Yeah. They came after the city council. Said, no, we don't want you to do that. Did the city council push back on that at all or no? I don't, I don't think so because they're out there doing it. Yeah. 
because they were gone for a while and now they're back out there. Yeah, it seems like that's got to, you kind of got to cut that back. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. If you want tourist people to come in and. Well, even just to, you know, try to help them in a sense, because if you cut out that from their life, if they can't afford to make money living on the streets, then maybe they'll be more inclined to get help. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. That's yeah, that, I know. It's the just, homeless it's... issue. Nobody wants to even touch that. Because there's so it's so polarized on both sides. That's why I want to go down and actually talk to the homeless and find out what it is they want from the city of Eureka. Mm-hmm. What do they want us to do? And Betty Chin, you know, I made sandwiches at Betty Chin before all this Corona stuff went on, and um, she helps people, but she only helps people that want to be helped. Yes, you know, Which she is an doesn't help. She doesn't help the mentally ill. I mean, she gives them sandwiches and everything, but she doesn't actually help the mentally ill that I remember. I don't think she does at all. Oh, really? No. Why is that? Are they? Is it just like it's un- they're a little unstable, so it would create a more difficult environment for her to help them in? Or I don't know what the reason is. To tell you the truth, mm-hmm. not sure what her reason is. Probably because they don't want help. Yeah. Yeah. How do you help someone that doesn't want help? Yeah, I know exactly. Where they like living on the street. What? There is. Um, Low-income housing down there on in Old Town, right? Has that? Do you know there anything is? of that? Yeah, isn't there? Didn't oh, they build those? Oh, that veteran. Sh- it's supposedly for the veterans. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was for. No, it's ho- for the, the homeless. homeless veterans, is what I understood it oh, for. Oh, the shipping container ones that they built. Oh, the shipping container. I thought you meant the building they built across from the the vet center. Oh no no no! I was talking about the shipping containers. That- oh, I, don't, I don't even know if they're doing anything with them. Oh really? They're just sitting Coronavirus. There. Everybody says coronavirus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they let, they released a ton of inmates from the jail. Yep. Which that's not going to help anybody. Yeah, I know. All in the name of. And those Corona. guys came up from LA, They the heroin, they had heroin on them, and they let them go. Oh, I didn't hear about that. They just let them go. They were selling heroin, heroin on the Heroin, yeah. Yeah. And they just let them go. Yeah, they said go back to LA or whatever they did. I don't know what they did. They let them go. Is that, is it bureaucratic pushback to empty the jail like that? Do you know, or is it? I don't know what it is. I can't, I don't think anybody knows. No. They just know that it's happening. And yeah, like, I know. Why is it happening? Yeah. And nobody has any answers. No, I don't know why they can't isolate them in, in um, the county jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the jail's only at half population right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which you think they could, I don't know, if somebody's I, they selling one, heroin, yeah. they could stick them in there. I know. But they didn't. Wow. I had people comment on that when I've been out walking on the street. Mm-hmm. What the hell? We let all these heroin dealers go. You got to tell them to go out and vote. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> I think they're illegal immigrants, actually. I oh, think they so were. They so they don't vote. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I Yeah. It's crazy. I know. It is crazy. You can go out and you can talk to anyone. And if you ask them, hey, what's your biggest problem with Eureka? They're going to say... The drug use or the crime or the homeless. Uh-huh. Those are the three things. And it's the crazy part is that that's not new. Like no. that's been going on for years. Yeah. Years and years. But nobody can seem to tackle the issue. That's because the ACLU came in and County of Humboldt pays the best to their homeless. Oh, really? Yes. So all these homeless come from out of town. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. They had they that happened. And people come here because they make more money being homeless. 
than they can in San Francisco, Santa Rosa, Ukiah, or any of the other ones. Because of the ACLU. Yeah. That's what my understanding was. I've heard rumors that they are actually busing homeless people from San Francisco and stuff here. Really haven't heard that. Yeah. I don't know how true. I just heard that the other day and I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta look into that. But how, so how does the city council have power to fight the ACLU on that or who, how do you go about dismantling? I don't know. That's what I'll find out when I'm in the city council. If I'm in there. Is going after that. Yep. Going after that. Because I'm going to be working every day. I'll be in city hall every single day. Mm -hmm. I'll be working, finding out about things, why, why we're doing this, why we're spending money here and all that. So do most council members do that? No. Yeah, I can't imagine. No, because I'm I'm retired. Mm-hmm. I'm a retired businesswoman. So I don't even, all I'm doing is watching that stupid television. <laughs> and I gotta get away from it. I've probably gained nineteen pounds since the last five months I've been stuck in the house. Oh, so <laughs> are most council members is this like a part time job for them working on the city yes, council? Most yes. of them have other yeah, jobs. Yeah. Do you think that that creates, I don't know, some sort of conflict or, I mean. It's always been that way, though. Which is crazy, right? Doesn't that seem, you would think that if you're on the city council, like that should be kind of your primary focus, in a sense. Well, yeah, but they only pay you $500. A month? Yeah. Wow. That's it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's it. Wow. But you get free health insurance. But I don't don't need the $500 and I don't need free health insurance. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Wow, I didn't realize it was $500. Yeah. I don't know what I expected, but I thought it'd be more than 500 bucks. No, no. But, you know, it's a, a civic duty. I want to be on the city council. I yeah. want to be on there. I want to do something for my city. Mm-hmm. I, I want to do it. So I think people have to have a calling for it and not just sit back and bitch and bitch and bitch. You know, I just think you need a calling for it. Mm-hmm. That's how Frank was. He had a calling. To plus go out he, and help people. Plus he had a lot of people have pushed him. Yeah. Because Frank's a really good guy, so... Which sometimes you need you need that little extra push to put yourself out there in a position that's going to be something like this one is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are most of the council members, I mean, are they working that diligently from what you've noticed? Are they really trying to put this as like a forefront issue for them? Or is it more just something to kind of pass it? Like, oh, I'm just on city council. Like, this is just passing the time I, for me. I, I'm not sure. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But I tell you, Heidi Messner has never been in my neighborhood. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is you hear a lot of the times, most people don't even know who is on the city council for their ward, yeah. let alone, you know, what are they actually doing for yeah, me? That's what you hear yeah. all the time. And they have this ward ward thing now. They just changed it. Oh, and the redistricting. The redistrict, where they redistrict redist- the wards. Mm-hmm. That's why Heidi Messner is not in my ward two anymore. She's in another ward. So that's why she's not running this year. Mm-hmm. So, and you have to get people in your ward to sign your nomination papers. Oh, really? Yeah. And that didn't used to be that way. When did they start that? I don't know when they started that. I was trying to ask, I was going to ask Pam about it, but I called Pam. Um, I was supposed to have a meeting with her at three o'clock, called her on Monday. And I said, I want to come in, finalize everything up and, you know, let you swear me in and do all that. And she goes, oh, I'm so glad you called Dot. She goes, nobody's called. Nobody has come in with their with their nomination papers. And I'm not sure if she realizes how hard it is to get people to sign your nomination papers. Um, but it's very hard, especially in today's society with the corona going on. You know, I'm lucky I have 28 signatures, 29 signatures right now. No, no, I take that back. 19, I have to have 20. 
but I know three people are not on my um, list. So they they live in my neighborhood, but they're not registered in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So they cannot sign the nomination papers. So now I've got three more people I got to go out and get. So I have like, suppose I'm supposed to get like 25. It's to be able to be on the ballot. You have to yeah, to be on, to to even qualify to be on the ballot. Oh wow! And it's really hard. It's really hard. You know, I because of Frank, I I've been out there and people. Oh, I know your brother. You're going to be great. Blah blah blah. I'm like, you don't even know me. How am I? I don't know I'm going to be great. <laughs> but oh, your brother was great. And I'm oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> but it's hard. And then then so then I ask, do you want to sign my nomination papers? It doesn't mean you're going to vote for me. Just sign my nomination papers. And they say sure. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I have a few friends that live in Ward 2, so they signed it. But, you know, when Frank was first on the city council, he just paid the $130. He didn't get any signatures at all. But we have enough family that he uh, that I could get 30 signatures. But it, my family doesn't live in Ward 2. I'm the only one because mm-hmm. I have eight brothers and sisters. So That's, That seems really weird that that I know. would be a rule. I know. I, and they just changed it. And they just changed the ward where only people that live in Ward 2 vote for Ward 2 person. But I'm going to make decisions for the entire city. Yeah. They so just that made that a rule too? Yeah, they did. Who's Who changed these? The city council? The city council did. I wonder why. I wonder Frank, why. Frank was against it and it happened while he was mayor. Oh, wow. Because the council gets to vote and then the mayor is only a tie vote. The only time he gets to vote is if he has to break a tie. Mm-hmm. That seems like that would exclude a lot of potential voices from running. Exactly. Doing it that way. Yeah, I know. I don't know, I don't know why the city council did that. That's one question I want to ask. Yeah, that's really weird. I had no idea that was going on. I thought you could just, I thought you just had to pay the fee and then you could run. Like that was all you had to do. No. No, you got to go out and get. Pam told me get 30 signatures because some people are not going to be on registered in your ward. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to get 30. I'm probably going to get 25 because I go out and I've then I come home when I've had people sign it and I check on my I have a the the list of people that are in my ward so I know they're registered to vote in my ward. So I have a list and I check them and three of them so far are not in my ward. So mm-hmm. now I got to replace those three people. Oh wow. So I got I've, I'm going to get 25 is what I'm going to end up doing. Mm-hmm. Are a majority of people that are living in wards, are they registered for that ward or are most not? Most are, but okay. some of them don't even realize they're not registered. They think they're registered to vote and they're voting. But now that it's a ward race, if they live in a different ward, they don't get a vote. Mm-hmm. When their ballot comes, they're not going to get a ballot, I don't think. That is so weird. I know. It, it's totally weird. Because wonder, I'm going to be making decisions for the entire city. Yeah, it's not like you are only for that ward. You know what I mean? You're for Eureka. Yeah, I know. So you think Eureka as a whole would be able to? I exactly. could understand not. They did it for Fortuna. financial reasons. That's what I did hear. That they did it for financial reasons. Meaning what? What to save money on? For the campaign. Oh. Because Frank had raised fifteen thousand to be mayor, mm-hmm. and I've raised five so far, and it costs a lot to run for city council. It costs a lot of money. The signs, ads, radio. No, this isn't costing money, but everything costs money. Everything. Everything. It seems everything's about the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is not good. No, no. I think that's, they would have done better to limit campaign funding than limit who can vote for who. Correct. In what ward. Right. Exactly. It seems like that is a little 
off base. Yes. Slightly. And our council's very liberal. Is it really? That's what I understand. That seems weird. That doesn't seem like that would be a liberal. That doesn't that doesn't seem like that's a good move for either side, cutting off that base. I could understand that that would save you. You wouldn't have to fundraise as much if you were only campaigning in your ward. Mm-hmm. But like you said, what if you have family members or what if you have friends that live in other wards that actually know you and know your character? Yeah. They could vote for you. Yeah. Now you have to go and try to persuade a stranger in right, a five-minute exactly. conversation. I know. That is the craziest thing. It is. I, so if I'm elected, we're probably going to change it back. That'll be good. I yeah, hope, I, I think I think it'll be very good. I, I When I'm making decisions for the entire city, I think the entire city should have the right to vote for me. Mm-hmm. Or not vote for me if they don't want, if they don't like me or whatever. Where is most of your campaign donations? Do you mind if I ask where that comes from? Oh, are these like local people donating or are they like local out of town people? My sister lives in Reno. She gave me $250. Mm-hmm. Um, my nephew lives in Eureka, but he's not in my ward. He gave me $150. Um, my brother's um, Adam. You know, a hundred. My other brother, a hundred. You know, and and his friends gave me five hundred, and it's like, just little little bit, little bits running. And it in. adds up. It adds up. Yeah. How expensive is five grand? Is that like the normal amount that people are raising, or is that considered low to what you would need? No, I was told I'm gonna need twelve thousand dollars to run. Wow, just for advertising Award race. Wow, for signs and advertising. Oh my God. That's this. That's the statistic. Is that? Yeah. You need that. Yeah. Which I think is totally ridiculous. That's great. Twelve thousand dollars. You think you could do something better with that? Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, and I originally wanted to do this on my own. Mm-hmm. I just want to go out and talk to people, introduce myself, say I'd really like to run, you know, and all that. But I can't do that. I can't do it the way I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I have to have people help me, and stuff. You know. Like my nephew's going to ha- put all my signs out. I wanted to go out and do that myself. Yeah. But I can't. <laughs> I had a friend who ran for Eureka City Council, Haley Lamb. I oh, yeah. I, I was listening to her podcast today. Yeah. She ran um, and she tried to do, you know, the not taking any donations. She was like, if right. you want to donate, donate it to a better Ex- cause. Really? Yeah. And she talked a little bit about that. And she was like, yeah, I mean, it's hard. Like, obviously, she she probably could have gone a lot farther had she just taken the money, you know, and put it towards advertising and stuff because right, it's hard. I if know. you're going up against someone that has 15 grand or 10 grand and you've got two or five or six or I some know. lower amount, it's like they're obviously going to get way more screen time, way yep. more attention, Yep. which is not how it should be. That no, seems like it should such not a broken be that way. System. Yeah, it's a broken system, definitely. Are you going to are you going to try to change that when you get in? Um, I'm going to try. I'm, I I don't know if I can change it or not. Mm-hmm. I think I think you can change the amount that people get as a city council as a city council if people. you get the votes but the sign still costs a thousand dollars i got 300 of them mm-hmm. do a lot of people put those signs out on their yard oh yeah you're gonna be seeing a lot of signs okay <laughs> 90 days before the election they all come out <laughs> yep they oh, all man. come out yep <laughs> everybody starts busting out the lawn right? yep yep they do so yeah it's just ridiculous that is insane i know I did it is not it, realize it was that expensive yes it's very expensive to run and i i i just wanted to meet people and go out and run on my own and just get on the city council make things simple and i guess i can't do that not yet 
Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We'll see what happens. I think they get a lot more people to run if they put a term limit on, or not a term limit, but a a, a limit on the money, amount of money could be spent. Oh, absolutely. Well, imagine really if you were someone who was passionate and genuinely cared. Yeah. But you're working 12 hours a day to try to get, I don't know, some semblance of comfort in life. And you don't have $12,000 to go drop on a campaign. Who I know. has that kind of money? I know. Wow. I know. It's ridiculous. That is crazy. I don't it think is... enough people know that part. Because I, sh- I did not know that. The young people don't know, but the older people do. Definitely. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. my generation saw some misconceptions about how how everything works. Yeah, like my grandson, he goes, well, "I think we should have free medical and free college." <laughs> Somebody's got to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I've tried having those the free Medicaid and like free healthcare. I've tried having that discussions, and they go a little sideways sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody has to pay for something mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah, that's why I said the world wears the money. It all runs on the money. Yeah. I'm sure that's been even more emphasized now. Oh. Where's the money? Yep. Where's the money? Yep. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's got to be tiring. Well, it isn't for me. I don't sleep anyhow, so it's Oh, fine. so don't. no arm, no foul. <laughs> no, no big deal for me. <laughs> I don't worry about anything and I still don't sleep, so. I think it's just, I would chalk it up to COVID. I haven't been sleeping very well, but it's just the time, you know. Oh, I, I know. Sleep. I've gained weight and I'm like, I hate it. And it's like, ugh. Uh, hopefully all this will come to an end hopefully before november when people yeah i know vote. but i don't think they're gonna have vaccine and, and who knows whether we can even do it take the vaccine yeah i got yeah. underlying conditions so yeah who knows what the effects are going to be yeah i know where they're rushing it through all these protocols yeah, all the, yeah i know they're designed to take this long for a reason yeah 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 that's another very, very true that's a whole nother beast yeah there's always there's always another beast to everything right isn't there? it never ends <laughs> i it never, never ends going yeah it keeps going all right is it going to be mail-in voting then? Is that what they're yeah, planning? Yeah, so all Humboldt County is going to all be mail-in. Wow. So th- we're not going to know that night. Are they are they going to know the next day? Is no, that... it could be weeks before we know anything. Wow. Wow. They're going to count them all by hand, I would assume. Yeah, I think they are. And not only that, but the mail, you know, if if people, they get their ballots really early. Like, mm-hmm. will they get them like 30 days before the election? I think something like that. If people would take the time and fill it out and mail it in right away. I think that would really help the county election department. But people don't. They Yeah, who's going to do that? It's going to be the day before. And it's a big election. It's a presidential election. Yes. So everybody's going to be voting. So everybody's going to wait till last minute. A lot mm-hmm. of people procrastinate. I don't. I, I When I get my ballot in, I already know who I'm voting for, and I send it right back. That's what I do. Yeah. That's how it should be done. That way yeah. you have a little room to breathe. Yeah. You can actually look into your who's running and what they stand for. And yeah. I usually theirs. know before the ballot even comes. So, Where can uh, people find you if they want to check out your campaign or if they want to donate? Do you have any resources set up for um, that? Yeah. You can look for me on Facebook. Let me see. Let me get... Um, I think it's Dot Yeager Wentworth. Um, dot dot for council 2020 ward two i think it's the way it says it on facebook okay do you have like a i don't know would it be like a gofundme or anything where people can donate to or is it is it on that site um no it's not on that site no um you can call me and i'll just send you a mailer is what i do and i send out thank you notes when everybody anybody donates to me i get it in the mail i sit down that night i register it. it 
and I write him a thank you note, put it back on my mailbox. Oh, that's awesome. So I just, I'm people old know. school. That's Old cool. school that way. My that's sister. people you're appreciative of. Yeah. It. My sister, Dora, um, she wants a thank you note when you send her, when she sends you a gift, she wants a thank you note always. And she's the 81. So yeah. Rubbed off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. Yeah. So they can contact me at 407-7870 and I can send them a, send them a. A little something. something. I, I, have, I have an envelope that's I, I made for my campaign okay that, that people can donate money to okay put bits you just put the money in there and put a stamp on it and it goes right to me oh fantastic yeah um did you have anything else you want to add um i noticed you came prepared today i went prepared <laughs> well another party that i really wanted to encourage the city to adjust its priorities to seek state and federal funding for home for affordable housing for seniors and low-income people Mm -hmm. I know that's a big, big thing here. Senior housing is a big thing. And I these, did not know that was an issue. Oh, yeah, it's a big issue. Um, the senior housing that Kramer's putting in, a two-bedroom apartment is $1,400 a month. Wow, and that's senior housing? And that's senior housing. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So, But I know the city of Eureka is putting senior housing in on Myrtle, mm -hmm. on Myrtle and 6th, I think, or Myrtle and 7th. Yeah, I think right there where, um, by the um, graveyard. Oh, okay. Where, where they did a bunch of work last yeah. year. They're putting senior housing in there. But I'm not sure what the, what the rent's going to be or anything. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to see the city adjust its priorities to seek federal and state funding. So, and let's see. Um, I think that's about it. We already talked about 2030 Park. That was the third largest grant that we got. Oh, really? Yeah. 478 applicants. Wow. And only 62, I think, were awarded. And Eureka was one of those 62. Wow. Yeah. That's it's a really big, cool. big deal. Yeah. The Park and Rec did a great job on that grant. Yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah. I'm excited to see what, what happens yeah, I, there. I hope, yeah. It's, it's all union jobs that are going to build the park. That's mm -hmm. why it's $6.4 million. Well, but it comes out of the of the California state state park grant, so we're not spending any money of Eureka's money out of it. Oh, good. Yeah, people so, will love to hear that. Yeah, yeah. With the affordable senior housing, is that an issue that is on the city council's radar right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Since I decided to run for city council, I noticed the city council is doing all this senior housing. I go, "What you guys? Do you hear me or something?" <laughs> They're stealing your ideas. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but no, that's not how it worked. But yeah, so. We definitely need senior housing. Mm -hmm. That's something you're hoping to address. Yeah, and low-income housing. Yeah. I know the projects The projects are great across from Winco. I lived there when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. My parents split up, and my mom had eight kids, and she was not high school graduate. She graduated from sixth grade, I think. And she went back to school and got her high school diploma and her college diploma and everything where, where raising eight kids. So my mom is, yeah, she was wonderful. Wow. She sounds yeah. incredible. Yeah. And um, the projects, there's, I don't really see any crime over there. Mm -hmm. And everybody says, well, we don't want it in our neighborhood. We don't want it in our neighborhood. Well, it's got to be in somebody's neighborhood. So I, I, I don't know how we're going to approach it, but we definitely need, need low-income housing for low-income people. 
Yeah, it seems like there's an odd stigma around that. Yeah, Where I know. people think that there's a lot of crime associated with it and a lot of drug use, which oftentimes isn't really the case. Right, I know. Where do, do you have any ideas on where, like, a new one would go? Have you thought that far if we did get funding? Because where, where would you put one? We have a lot of space, but it's yeah. just narrowing it down to... Yeah, narrowing it down is what we have to do. Um, well, they, the Highway Patrol is going out where the old Jacobs Junior High was. Oh, they're moving out there? They're, they, they bought the, they're buying that, and they're moving out there. Mm-hmm. They're moving from Arcata to Eureka. So I think they're still going to do that. They wanted that to be a great place to put low-income housing, but all the neighbors were bitching about low-income housing in their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And the projects are like two blocks away. So what does it matter? Yeah, why are yeah you, I know. Yeah. Why are you complaining? I know. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, I, that's one thing I'm going to really be working on is where we can put low-income housing. Mm-hmm. So That's great. I, th- I definitely think we could use more of that. Yeah, and low-income sure. senior housing. The seniors, most of them are living on their Social Security. They can't even make it through the month without help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was... A need here, too. Oh, yeah. It's very much That's a need. That's definitely not talked about. Yeah. No, it's not talked about at all. Yeah. We're lucky because my husband's a um, disabled vet. So, you know, we're not low income. So that's that's advantage for me. But it's definitely low income housing. We need it for seniors. My mom was lived on Social Security almost her entire life. Not her entire life, but she lived on low income housing, on um, housing authority. Mm-hmm. We're... we're renters rent to housing authority people that are in housing authority that's got a seven-year waiting list really yeah wow is that just local yeah locally seven-year waiting list oh wow what are you supposed to do for the seven years just be homeless (laughs) i guess (laughs) oh wow seven years Uh uh-huh wow yeah that seems a little crazy i know it does at least yeah our friend lives in um the projects and he was on their list for six years before he got into his house. What did he do for the six years? Well, he lived in another house that accepted his um, his um, housing authority. Okay. So he lived in apartments where they accepted housing authority. Mm-hmm. So and then then when he moved into it to the, where the projects are, that's one thing he did. So. Wow. But it took him six years. Yeah. What do you do if you can't wait that long? Yeah, I know. And especially. That's going to be a very prominent issue with the amount of evictions that are going to come once COVID's over. They're coming soon, very soon. Yeah. I think California, I think it just ended, right? Yep. There was a hold and I think it just ended yep. a couple of days ago yep. or a week ago. Yep. What are people going to do there? I don't know. Yeah, we definitely, housing is going to be It's going to be a, a real issue. issue. Yeah, it's going to be a real issue. Especially where prices just seem to keep rising. Like I know. Nothing's dipped yet. Nothing's gone down. I know. It's like, oh, we're not in, a, in the middle of a pandemic. We're just going to keep hiking up prices. Ex- rent is very expensive in Eureka, too. Very expensive. Which is weird. Because we're not super big. Like, we're not a bustling city. It's a little more slower pace. You yeah, think I know. that rent would be reflective of that. I know, but it's not at all. Do you have any intention of putting a... Can you, does city council control rent prices, too? Can you guys put caps? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know where the power ex- where the power ends for that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, I I would. I don't want to. I don't even want to reach that when I'm if I'm on the city council. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk about rent housing. I want them to find affordable housing. Affordable housing. Yeah. I think that's one thing. 
in Eureka, there's only so much housing available, mm-hmm. and that's why the rent is so high. Yeah, so putting a little, bringing in some affordable housing would help disperse it. Right, a little exactly, bit. exactly. And then the rents will start coming down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be a great resource for yeah, a, yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Because your dad has several rentals, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he has yeah. a few. Yeah. Um, and even he's noticed that like it, the prices just keep going up around and it's like, like how do people afford that? Yeah, I know. What? That's I know. insane that they're, they're just price gouging people and I know. people are paying it. I know. That's, what else? What, that's what I don't get either. I know. You got a little studio and you're paying 1200 bucks and it's like, how? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, how are you? <laughs> and you're working two jobs to pay for this little tiny house you're not yeah. even in? <laughs> and then you, And then people wonder why people can't climb out of their circumstances yeah, I know. because they're busting their ass to just try to have a roof over their head. Yeah, I know. I know. It's very true. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm excited to see what comes from that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably take a few years, I know, because of this COVID thing. Everything's going to be about COVID, COVID, COVID. And so. all the bureaucracy yeah, so. you got to work through yeah, for that. Yeah, I know. God. I don't look forward to that at all. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a fun time. It'll be Yeah, I'm sure. I'm going to be really, really a fun time, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I feel like I got a lot of clarity on a okay. lot of issues. I think good, good. I think people will be happy to hear that. Okay, sure. good. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.